0: Wonderful people, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikita, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay with us for uh, this whole hour because uh, we put together a program which you may enjoy. We always have uh, very good uh, topics and uh, we're inviting you also to come along with us and be part of this program. We have some questions and thoughts to share with us. And you know that you can send us a text message uh, with um, your input. The number where you can send the text message is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Please don't hesitate to. Send us a text message and uh, come in dialogue with us today as we are looking at the Bible, Christ and radical salvation. That's the theme for the whole week. And today we are going to look at a beautiful question. What does it mean to grow in Christ? But I would like to say hello and uh, welcome to our uh, co-host, Tracy Papandreou. Good to have you with us, Tracy.
1: Hi, Nick, and hi to all the listeners once again.
0: Again, I'd like to say that in case if you're tuning in for the first time, that Tracy is um, our regular co-host, except one uh, week of the month when she was to take a bit of a time off. And we respect that too. Uh, Tracy is worshipping with the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Brighton here in Adelaide, South Australia. And, um, Trace is very passionate of, uh, sharing and spreading the good news, uh, of the gospel, uh, about Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Um, when,
1: when you've received a good thing, you want others to know about it. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Here.
0: You are not selfish, you're saying here. <laughs> Well, look, it's very good to have you with us, Tracy. And look, hey, in um, Brighton uh, Church is something going on actually very soon. We want to, from the beginning, put a bit of a plug for something which uh, is going to happen there. Would you like to share with us?
1: Sure, yeah. So not this Saturday, but next Saturday, the 18th of March, we've got um, a really exciting speaker coming to to speak. It's Dr. Ron Neller from Creation Ministries International. Now, Dr. Ron, he is actually a geomorphologist and a speaker for CMI. And I've actually... Uh, Seen uh, one of his talks on uh, YouTube and I found it very impressive. Mm. Uh, He's going to be coming along at 11 o'clock. The first session is titled From Evolutionist to Creationist. So, pretty much a bit of his own story, Mm -hmm. you know, of of how looking at the um, facts. Uh, through his work and such, you know, convinced him of the fact that there's a few holes in the whole ev- evolutionist theory, which is, uh, pumped out to us as if it's something more than a theory. But, you know, he, he just, you know, puts the facts up there and talks about his story and his journey, uh, to, to having a change of, of mind about that. And then in the afternoon, uh, he continues at 2 p.m. Uh, and the title of that talk is False Teachers in the Modern World. So that should be really interesting too. So come along and, um, come and enjoy what, what, Dr. Ron Nilla has to share with us. And there will also be a lunch on at church. So, you know, we'd love to have you there to just have a, a, a lovely day and enjoy it with us. So that's at Brighton Seventh Day Adventist Church and we're located at 10 Amelia Street in Hove. Now, if you've got any queer inquiries, uh, you can phone Pastor Gary uh, and his number is 0438 Zero double six six three five. So So uh, we really look forward to having you come along and we know that you'll be really blessed. I know um, church members are really looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah, for those who are not part of our church, we welcome you and we really would love to have you join us on that day.
0: That's wonderful, uh, Tracy. Thank you for that. That's on the 18th of uh, March. Um not uh, this weekend, but one uh, after. And by the way, next week we are going to talk on the radio about creation a little bit more. If you have a question, maybe even to to ask, uh, if you cannot make it to come to these uh, meetings, uh, please feel free to send us a text message if you like, or contact Pastor Gary with your uh, inquiries or questions. But you can send the text message right now uh, on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. And please let us know where you're listening from. Today, how is the weather over there? Here yeah, is beautiful in Adelaide, we're just warming up. Uh, we had a little bit of um, coldish uh, weather for the last few days, but it's looking much better um, today and probably the, the weekend here. And uh, again, we're inviting you to come along with us during this program and just be part of this. Uh, that's what we do in this program to um, you to benefit and to share you to share with us also. We we'll love to hear uh, from you. Now um also I'd like to mention this uh, just in case if you are driving and you sometime you know uh, it's frustrating when you run into a zone where it's a bit uh, scratchy, you cannot uh, hear uh, as good, you know, uh, the signal but hey, it's good news we're trying to improve as much as we can and if you drive towards uh, Mount Barker, we have now uh, um uh, reception there. Needs to, you need to change if you are used to, used to 88.0, you need to change to 87.6 when you arrive there in that area, uh, 87.6. And by the way, uh, Searching between these three frequencies, eighty-eight point zero, eighty-seven point eight, and eighty-seven point six, because you may find us uh, uh, in different locations there. But generally, we are on eighty-eight here yeah, in Adelaide. Uh, but other parts in the country, yeah, will be different frequencies. Just mentioning to you, but you know, always much better if you can to download our app, Faith FM Australia, and you can listen anywhere as long as you have an internet uh, connection. I'd like to also welcome uh, to our program today, uh, David De Lima from uh, Family Voice Australia. It's good to have David with us uh, from time to time. And uh, today he is traveling. And um, I think he just takes a short break somewhere to see if he can come in contact with us. Uh, David, uh, good day. How are you?
2: Well, great to be with you, Nick and Tracy.
1: Hi, oh, David.
0: Well, it's good to have you with us, and we can hear you quite well. Uh, there is a bit of a, a noise there, a background noise, but uh, we'll uh, try to put up with that, uh, David, as long as we can uh, hear your voice clearly. very good david uh, hey um under this uh, segment which we'll like to look at right now you know uh world watch always uh i enjoy when you bring something uh you know fresh uh, um to us to share with our listeners we have an article to look at uh, today which you may be interested also about this david but it's anything which you like to say just the first things first
2: Well, let's go straight to this article, uh, which you and I have been uh, pondering over this afternoon. Most disturbing in Britain, a woman is in trouble simply for praying silently outside an abortion clinic.
0: Mm. That's very sad, eh? Uh, Just uh, you you cannot have even a silent prayer anywhere these days.
2: Well, uh, since when has prayer been an offence? Uh, this is not some lady who's trying to harass people or give them a hard time. Uh, abortion is a very sensitive issue. We mm-hmm. recognize that. But uh, she's in no way trying to cause any trouble. She's just wanting to be there at the location, silently praying she's not disturbing anyone. Uh, she has been arrested for the offense and charged. Now, just three weeks ago, she faced a similar charge, and the court found that she was not guilty of an offence. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tried to explain that to the police officers, but uh, to no avail. So a most disturbing trend, and we've got the same problem here, uh, certainly in South Australia, where uh, although although the parliament last year when it passed that wretched abortion-to-birth bill, and when it also passed... Uh, legislation to make it an offence to in any way harass or intimidate people who are going in for an abortion or for mm-hmm. abortion counselling. Though though the question was raised, now this won't prevent prayer, will it? And the Attorney General at the time said, Oh no, no, of course not. This won't this won't prevent people from silently praying by by the abortion clinic. And then uh The now leader of the opposition, David Spears, said, well, now let's just clarify this. Let's put this into black-letter law just so that it's not the attorney's opinion, Mm -hmm. but rather this is now legislated for. The chamber resolved not to legislate for that. Yeah. And so now the question really will be one that will have to be resolved by court. So we're yet to see anyone being arrested for silent prayer, Mm. but uh, that could easily happen and uh, they might discuss the matter with the police. And in the same way that the lady in Britain has found no grace from the police, I'm most sorry to say, mm. uh, we, we may have the same situation here in South Australia.
0: Uh, And David, uh, can I ask you this? Uh, Is this also, I mean, for this um, instance in uh, in Britain, because this lady is a pro-life activist and she was, as you just mentioned, she was arrested before and the court found her uh, not guilty of uh, praying silently there. And we don't know what sort of issues, I mean, may have this lady. Maybe she... She may even carry a baby. Who knows? You know, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, hypothetically here. Uh, is that a straight away like, like a stigma? If, uh, if you are pro uh, something, then uh, you will be targeted, you will be watched, you will be straight away with no question, you know, just arrested or what? Well,
2: Nick, what has happened to freedom of faith? What's happened to freedom of religion? Uh, Britain is a country which has graced the world. I love to use that word, grace mm. the world by, by God's own goodness. So many missionary groups have come out of Britain. The Commonwealth of Nations, which is led by the Christian King Charles, was celebrating Commonwealth on Monday. Those those who know that <laughs> that's the date mm. and, and, uh, and are ready to celebrate, I'll be celebrating. Um, and so Britain, of all places, should be a bastion of freedom, but now, unfortunately, it's. Uh, it's up there with the worst in in the world in terms in, at least in western nations in terms of uh, denying freedom of faith and freedom of expression and now even the freedom of silent prayer it's just mm. ridiculous Nick
0: mm. yeah indeed and uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, quite um, uh, frustrating you know to see that these things happening and you know what it's even more um, in my opinion um, um, frustrating is that This lady was not approached only by, uh, let's say, a policeman or two, but about six, even though it doesn't show into the picture there, Mm -hmm. but uh, people um, uh, reported on that. There were quite a few policemen uh, coming to arrest this uh, poor woman, uh, praying silently, uh, and have some concerns. Um,
2: It's a complete complete overreaction on the part of the constabulary, Mm. and, of course, this really relates to someone making a complaint, and the the police increasingly are afraid of being accused of not doing their job properly. Mm. So that used to be that the police had had uh, much wider discretion in order to give a warning or a caution yes. or say, look, uh, now we've spoken to the person and we have let them know, you know, and we've discussed the matter. Those days seem to be over. Mm. Uh, our police now seem to be presenting themselves as real enforcers of the law instead of agents of community um, community enrichment and that's the way that the police were designed to be uh, and again it was britain that gave us the first modern police force except uh, with, the, with the possible exception of ireland but uh, coming out of the uh, the bobbies in london as we might call them and Adelaide, incidentally, was the, was the third place in the world to take up this wonderful idea of community enrichment officers, mm. who, who who would not be like the military, who would not appear as warriors, and who would not crack down. But now, unfortunately, our police present as warriors, mm-hmm. and the discretion that they used to seem to provide seems to have evaporated. So, uh, I, 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 I'm not I'm not sensing the same. Uh, degree of uh, discretion and grace on the part of the officers anymore, so that's a real a wrong step. Uh, because Jesus spoke about the law and he said, "Love God and love your neighbour, and that the and the golden rule do unto others as you'd have them do unto you." Uh, that really is the basis of law. And Britain used to understand that, but seems to do so no longer. Not only Britain, but the jurisdictions right across the world are uh, departing from historic Christianity. And uh, freedom is the, is uh, being lost as a result.
0: Yeah, I think you mentioned a very good, um, an important point, uh, David. We are not uh, downsiding here, you know, the police forces or um, saying in any way or form that they. Uh they are not doing their job, but uh, I think you clarified quite well, and thanks for that, uh, uh, the role of the uh, the police in the community, rather than to just be, uh, seems like we are under um, some sort of, you know, in a military zone, you know, <laughs> like that you yes. cannot uh, make a move, and, and you know, I remember those times when uh, the police will have a chat with you and say, hey, what do you think you're doing? I mean, do you think you've done a good thing or a wrong thing, or this <laughs> like that, and yeah. And they will give you a caution there, and they will say, "Hey, just uh, be aware of the fact that you're breaking the law." For example, I mean, if it's something which is not a criminal, uh, and that's another thing which we're not going to discuss today. But uh, I heard many times when people even reported some criminal activity, and the the, um, the forces are not that quick to uh, to act because of various reasons okay um, yeah. uh, but in, in this case just by comparison you know to see uh, a woman uh, expressing their uh, views silently you know yeah. not saying yeah. much and being approached like that but hey uh, Tracy I'm just uh, wondering I mean you, you are a lady and uh, um, it's always good you know to know that you are protected Mm. You know, particularly in um, in these times we live in, when uh, um, yeah, the vulnerable, uh, let's say, uh, people are more more um, attacked in a way or the other. I mean, as a lady, what would you like to say in this regard?
1: Well, not necessarily just as a lady. Actually, I look at this and I say this is all about intimidation. You know, the very fact that there were six police officers. almost, when I read the article, it it almost reeks of, you know, we've got to, you know, scare the pants off this girl so she doesn't come back and keep doing this, Mm. you know. It was just, as as David mentioned, over-the-top kind of thing. Um, But I'd like to mention and point it out just in case um, one of you wasn't going to do it, um, one of the MPs in the UK, he actually said – he, he's actually trying to fight this and get an amendment of the legislation. He said, MPs can amend Clause 10 of the Public Order Bill. This isn't 1984. The UK Parliament should not be introducing the first thought crime mm. into UK law. I mean, it's 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 just madness uh, that, you know... Something that somebody could possibly be thinking that you or think or something <laughs> that might possibly be against somebody else yeah. is an offense, you know. Um, so, so yeah, it's all everything's getting, you know, we often find that things are out of balance and they swing the other way and they swing too far a lot of the time. Mm. And that's where I think we're going in that. Uh, in, in general, this whole, you know, uh, not wanting to offend people. And certainly we should be loving people. And, and, and I'm sure this woman was doing this in a very loving way. Yeah. Um, you know, we should be really loving people. But, you know, I, I just think this whole, you know, the possibility that somebody might be offended by something, mm. you know, I mean, uh, there's extremes that's for sure but when i grew up there was a little bit of hey you know you need to Reasoning go, yeah, yeah mm. and and you need to understand that you know um people are not always going to do the right thing you know i talked previously about the fact that you know we should have this big L plate on our on our and our foreheads mm-hmm. uh, as Christians, you know, we're all in training. We show the, the training badge, I'm in training because it's a journey for us. But I just think um, it's very disappointing where things are yeah. heading.
0: Yeah, no, well, look. And, and even my dear friend listening today, if you are um, in some way you know uh, disappointed or uh, you have an opinion on this, please it with us, send us a text message on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one or while we have David with us, David De Lima from Family Voice Australia, you can also ask uh, a question in uh, in this regard because I always appreciate that David, you are uh, standing up and lobbying you know for rights of family in particular, but not only for the individual in in general.
2: Yes, indeed, Nick, and uh, it's remarkable that the very Parliament which has passed this law, both in South Australia and in London and, and elsewhere, they begin each day with Christian prayer. Mm-hmm. So why would they deny to others the very freedom that they exercise on a daily basis?
0: Yes, that's true, that's true. Or right, why? Can what, I just, yes, just go point ahead, out Tracy. something
1: that, that often David points out, the fact that, you know, we need to remind ourselves that, that Jesus did uh, instruct us to pray for our leaders. And so mm-hmm. I think we really need to be continuing to do that, you know, to uh, try to bring in um, some uh, sense of reasonableness in uh the, the laws that they pass, etc.
0: Yes. And let's not be hypocrites, just saying one thing or do the other thing. You know, let's uh, uh, be reasonable, be, uh, in, you know, down to earth in uh, certain aspects like this. But David, um, unless you have something else to add on this, we really thank you for uh, coming along with us uh, today.
2: Well, thank you, Nick and Tracy. It's always great to be broadcasting with you.
0: Okay, God bless you, and uh, travel safely. And looking forward to see you back here in the studio when possible. Thank you. All right. All right, Tracy, well, uh, here we are going to take a short break right now and uh, just have a piece of music um, playing and reminding our listeners that uh, today we also have an offer. If you are um, now uh, um, used to this, because we are so gracious every time we want to give you something, um, and we have a book, a wonderful book, uh, In the Light of God's Love. Beautiful book by Ty Gibson. And um, we'll give a code just a little bit later. Uh, stay with us. Don't go anywhere. And uh, the number where you need to send a message or a question or a request, uh, uh, what you want uh, us to know from you, the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Right now, a piece of music with uh, Sarah. Uh, and that's uh, Let the Children Come to Me. This program is made possible by the support
1: of Adventist World Radio. Jesus
3: was teaching to the crowd Get to him. The apostles told them to leave, and they just couldn't believe when Jesus opened his arms and said to them, "Let the children come to me. Let no them away They don't have a voice, but life is more than a choice Have we forgotten what Jesus would say? Let the children come to me, let not
0: Welcome back to FateFM FM Drive Time B Q and A. This is Nikrita, and uh, in the studio here with us today is Tracy Papandreou. We just had David De Lima from uh, Family Voice Australia before the break on the World Watch segment, and if you miss uh, this, my dear friend, you can listen back to our program. We had uh, um, a bit of discussion on an article about uh, a lady being arrested in uh, UK just because she had silent prayer um, in front of uh, uh, abortion institution, and uh, you can listen back to our programs uh, either by going to uh, faithfm.com.au or if you. Have our app Faith Australia app. You can listen on demand on that app. If you don't have it, I'll encourage you to download Faith FM Australia, and you listen to us everywhere you you are going. Even if you have some issues with uh, with some uh, zones where the signal is not so clear, uh, Faith FM Australia it's a great app to have. Now, Tracy. Um, like to come to you now and uh, just uh, look at this um, beautiful topic today which we we have we we talk around this the bible christ and radical salvation we ask a few questions uh, during the week like um, uh, can love be defined uh, is the way to define love and it was a good program, uh, by the way. Or another question, what is um, humanity's greatest need? Also, we ask questions like, um, is confession and repentance that radical? Is needed for us to confess, I mean, to repent, or we are all good and um, safe? to go. Uh, particularly, I heard about many Christians saying that, you know, I received Jesus Christ, I'm okay now, I mean, I can do whatever I would like to do because he's merciful, uh, he forgives us. But yeah, there is room for repentance and for confession there. And then, uh, just the other day, uh, beautiful question, uh, could Christ accept me? Um that's uh, very important to understand that God is the one who's looking uh, upon us all and uh, with all the intentions uh, possible to, to get us walking in his footsteps. Uh, but I like this question today, Tracy. The reason why I like this question, because it's very practical mm-hmm. and very direct, uh, um, what does it mean to grow in Christ It's not enough just to know about God or know Christ and say, okay, I gave my heart to Jesus, but to grow. And what that means to Mm. grow in Christ?
1: Mm. So when we talk about growth, let's just go back. Jesus used the analogy, agriculture analogies a lot of the time, himself. And um, it's almost like when we come to Christ, there's a seed planted in us but that seed needs to grow into maturity in order to be able to produce fruit. Mm. But what might that look like? Um, it's about over time, my thoughts, my actions being aligned with what Christ um, would expect of me. There's an an expectation that we grow up and we bring forth fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that we just we accept Christ and that's it. And this is where I'm at and Christ loves me so he accepts me, you know, dirty and all. And we know that that's the truth. But when you read the Bible, you know that he wants so much more from you, for you. You know that he wants to bring you to your full potential. Now, what the world looks at in terms of what full potential is compared to what God looks at in terms of what our full potential is are two radically different things. Mm -hmm. I believe, in a practical sense, growing into Christ is about us placing him more and more at the centre of our lives, about really holding up his, his word uh, and really wanting to be able to carry out his word and, and to conduct myself in the way that he wishes me to.
0: And I, I will say to be able to grow in Christ, you really need to understand how much God loves us. Yes, uh, I mean, based on uh, John three sixteen, if we look at that beautiful uh, passage in the Bible, uh, the golden uh, text of the Bible, as uh, many people will uh, will uh, say, that that God so much loved this world that He was not considering anything like to uh, to spare no, no. Uh, for for us to be reunited with Him to be able to know him more and more to be able to grow in him and experience his abundant love in our life
1: yeah and uh, you don't even need john i mean it's john 316 is beautiful but you don't even necessarily need that text because when you look at what the act was mm-hmm. this was god of the universe in human flesh who chose to die for me, who mm. chose to die for you, Nick, who chose to die for all the listeners out there. You know, that's an amazing mm, love, especially when you think about the fact that he chose to die for people who have not yet even accepted him. People who perhaps right now are ridiculing him. Mm. You know, I mean, that's just, that's supernatural love. That's not love that we can have uh, in any way. For our fellow human, you know, without some kind of supernatural intervention.
0: And talking about love, you know, it's a. Uh in a way, it's said that in English, you cannot really uh, expand, you know, or define love as much as in other languages. Absolutely. For example, in my language, I can um, understand a little bit more. But in Greek, for example, there are five types yes. uh, of love to describe that. And one of the love which we make reference here about uh, God loving us, it's called agape. Mm love mm. Mm. now we may uh, my dear friend uh, listening today you may have heard um like love like eros or filio, or um, there are a few others there uh, you see everyone represents a different uh, aspect of love but agape which is very um, it's
1: like brotherly love isn't it
0: agape yeah. it's even more than that agape mm. it's a Unselfish love is nothing like to the other, you know, filio, for example. It's Mm. some sort of love which you'll expect to come um, two ways.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Agape actually, it's offered
1: unconditional unconditional love. love. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: it's offered Uh, if you. Talk about eros, for example. It's again a, a, a type of, kind a of love, love which it? people understand yeah. and what implies, you know, yeah. to to put in place that sort of love. But yeah, here um, it's it's important. And while we mention about this, Tracy, I just want to um, talk to our listener a little bit more about the offer which we have for today because this is entitled "In the Light of God's Love," mm-hmm. a beautiful, beautiful book by uh, Ty Gibson, and my. My dear friend, you can have this book uh, right, uh, right away um, if you send us a text message with the code SA107107. SA stands for South Australia 107, no space in between, and um, our friendly uh, robot will take you through. And this book it's it's wonderful every now and then a book is written that um uh, penetrates beyond the head and speaks to the innermost heart and this is one of those uh, books, and uh, not a cheap book at all, you know, over $20, you know, if you want to buy something like this. But we're offering this one for you, my dear friend. You just need to um, uh, send a text message with the code SA107 to 4 And uh, even in the first chapter, you will encounter the cross of Jesus. With self-forgetful understanding, reading on the beautiful uh, wave of Calvary's love. And um, don't hesitate to send a text message to get this book right away. Yes, uh, Tracy, w- we're asking this question today. I mean, looking into this aspect of the, um, all other questions which we ask during the week, but how does it mean? Um, or what does it mean what does it mean to grow in christ i mean we'll say that we love god otherwise we'll not mention about god we'll not be here to broadcast on a christian uh, radio station we'll say that uh, we love god but by saying that we love god is that something which uh, maybe even my neighbor or people around me can see in me that some sort of growth
1: Well, I think it's actions that actually show the growth that happens in a person's life. It's just my own opinion. If I kind of put my own situation into it, so I've been born again for a bit over 20 years, Mm. um, I can remember when I first was born again and became more aware of what the Bible actually said, there were things in there that I remember saying Well, I know that this is what God wants me to do, but I don't really know how I could possibly live that way. Mm. And by the grace of God, you know, that particular thing that I was talking about, um, I have less trouble with that these days, you know. So I think it's the Holy Spirit more and more working on you to change, to align your thoughts, your actions. And we know that actions are an extension of thoughts mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, so it really is a supernatural thing that takes place that is manifested in how we see our life change. One of the things, though, that we have to remember, it's not anything that we do you know, um, one of the examples or analogy that I, an analogy that I read about this was where somebody was saying, "Well, it's just like a, tro- a child wanting to will himself to grow big m- mm. more quickly and and more and you know, no matter how much he wills it, that's not going to happen." And the same with us, you know, um, we can't secure our own spiritual growth at all, you know. Um, Otherwise I think we'll
0: be self-righteous.
1: Yes, but I also think, and again this is a generalization, but it's it's Christians who haven't quite caught on to the understanding that it is Christ and the Holy Spirit that makes this these changes in us, who are in themselves going, I, I know I have to be a good Christian and I know that means this, so, you know. And, and that's kind of like a struggle that they that they live all their life and, and they're the ones who look like quite unhappy Christians, mm. you know. Um, but that doesn't mean we don't have a role to play. But the role that we play is about in our relationships with God, making ourselves accessible to Him, communing with Him and the Holy Spirit daily through prayer, through reading of the Word, all of those things. And just like if I put it into um, you know, a regular kind of situation in our life, the more you hang around with somebody, the more they are likely to influence you, for good or bad.
0: Okay, yes, that's true.
1: And so this is kind of how it works, although it's a very supernatural thing. The more I hang out with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the more I'm inclined to um, marvel at the amazing love, desire more and more Mm -hmm. to be like that and to open myself up and um, perhaps... Be less resistant to the work that the Holy Spirit wants to do in me, and the mm. and the direction that the Holy Spirit wants to take my life in, you know. Um, so I, I think that's one of the important things. We have to get in our head. It's not us who make the changes, but we do have a role to play in developing our relationship with God, and He'll do the rest.
0: Beautiful. I think that's uh, important to to say, Tracy, because uh, yeah, uh, too often um, we may hear here and there, or even see uh, that um, sort of effort, you know, which people put in um, to look good, to do the right thing, uh, uh, but with a heart, you know, can be a bit. Uh, far from the uh, reality, and Jesus uh, called those people in in his time. You know, he called them uh, hypocrites. Um, you know, it's, uh, harsh words <laughs> to say so. But uh, uh, Jesus, of course, who knew the heart yeah. of people, could say. Um, He could see
1: the heart, so he could know. Correct,
0: but we are not going to judge anyone for their uh, what they're saying, or uh, you know.
1: No, because somebody their heart could be in the right place, Mm, mm. but they just haven't got this bit of the puzzle, if you like, yet. They haven't got that it's all the changes are all down to God, but all I need to do is just fall on Him and. You know, spend time with him and, and just, you know, soak up all of that wonderful love that he wants to give me.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, uh, some people, uh, Tracy, uh, trust uh, in Christ for forgiveness, uh, but thinking that uh, the change, you know, which uh, um, is required um, in to, in, for their need. Um, is done by their own.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. When you read through the Bible, it's quite mm. clear. There's so much forgiveness, mm-hmm. but there's actually also conditions. You know, a right. lot, you know, this is the thing. A lot of the time, we hear about God is love, and so therefore He forgives me. You know, but then you also see things where uh, where it said when Christ comes again, He will divide people bet- on the left and the right, the sheep and the goats. Mm-hmm. And the judgment will be based on how you've looked after other people. So it can sometimes seem like there's bits in the Bible that don't marry up. Yeah. But what this is is about, you know, the the on the group where he said, you know, well done. uh, these were people who they had done all these things, but they had didn't even. It was kind of like when when did we do all that stuff? Because mm. it was so much. Their, um, they, they did it from their own of, heart. Part of who yeah. they were. Yeah. And, and there
0: are, there's another group which they may say, but haven't we done in your name, Jesus? And Jesus will say, I never knew you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Very interesting. You but know. by the way,
0: talking about uh, the Bible, um, do you have in mind like a passage in the Bible to just share with us uh, uh, to see uh, how we can see some change mm. and growth? Happening in the life of a believer,
1: yeah, I think this is a beautiful um, scripture, and it 's in two corinthians three seventeen to eighteen and this is Paul speaking mm-hmm. uh, now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and I can account for that, Nick. there is just so much freedom. When you give it all to God Mm. and let Him take Mm. control. And it continues, but we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So it was like I was saying before, Nick. It talks about there. the instruction is, if you like, we're beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, and by doing that, we're being transformed into the same image. Mm -hmm. And it says from glory to glory, which uh, to me, I interpret, you know, little bit by little bit. You know, it's not like we look and, you know, a magic wand gets waved over us and, hey, we're you know, perfect and all of that kind of thing. It is a journey. Mm -hmm. It is a walk. Um, But it's here, you see, it's about spending time with God, uh, looking and understanding about the life of Jesus, uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to take that information, take those experiences and open up our mind and transform us. So so yeah, it's literally. by communion with Christ and abiding in him that we grow in grace.
0: And that's another passage there which you may uh, like to share uh, with us uh, on John uh, fifteen five. a beautiful passage. Um, would you like to just yeah, uh, sure. share that?
1: Sure. And it's one that we all know, but sometimes we gloss over and we don't kind of really stop and think about what this means to us. This is where Christ is saying, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. So there... We're being told that, well, number one, we can't do anything of worthwhile if we're not in that relationship with
0: Christ. But that relationship with Christ, is that like just um, now and then uh, or it's a permanent? Because is the branch connected, should be connected uh, all the time with the the vine or is it just uh, uh, just before um, giving the, you know, ripening the crop or whatever. Yeah, no. It needs to be connected all the time. From
1: the start. And that's yeah. the
0: problem. You know, we may look like sometime like some sort of Christians that, yes, we are today sort of good Christians, but oh, tomorrow we had a bad day and we are not as good Christians. You mm-hmm. know, connection with God is different. And even if you go to some struggles and some difficult uh, situations, you should still uh, show that, that you are connected. Even by what we just ask a question uh, during the week, uh, through repentance mm. and mm. to to ask for forgiveness, uh, to ask God, even if you are wrong doing something wrong, you are still connected if you realize that and you do the right thing rather than. Uh,
1: it's that connection that allows you to understand and reminds yeah. you, "Hey, I I I didn't quite hit the mark mm. there." You know, it's, it, this is the role that the Holy Spirit has is to remind us of the truth and the law and, and all of that. But I also, you see, there's, there's there's a twofold responsibility. There's a twofold thing in here because it says, this is Christ speaking, if a man remains in me, so that's our responsibility, mm. keep the relationship open, keep it, it maintained, and I in him. So, and we know that Christ Will be with us till the end, you know. Um, actually, I was going to talk about it later, but I'll bring it up now because I think it, it, it comes in here. Um, Romans eight thirty eight to 39, this is Paul speaking again, and he says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creations will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we know mm. Christ. Christ has no intention of not remaining
0: that's that's so true and um it's beautiful to know this and um uh, you know when you read some of these passages in the bible uh to understand that nothing nothing is about to separate us god has done everything Mm. what he could for us you know that parable says what else could i have done for this uh, you know tree. you know you Mm. know that uh, parable um And uh, yeah, God is doing that for me, my dear friend, for me and for you. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's a question of, are you responding? Are we receiving that invitation? You know, uh, come to me. And uh, that's our invitation also for you today, my dear friend, that you will accept uh, uh, God. You'll accept the invitation of our Lord Jesus Christ and grow in the light of God's love. By the way, this is the book which we have prepared for you by uh, Ty Gibson, In the Light of God's Love. And you can request this book. It's our free offer for today if you send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, The code is SA107. Send that to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. And we'll be very happy to organize this book to come to you. We'll take a short break here, Tracy. Have another song, and we'll come back just to sum up and um, uh, finish this uh, program today. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
4: Traced down the Savior's blood, died He for me, who caused His pain, for me who Him to death pursued. Amazing love.
0: Back to Faith FM Drive Time a with Krita and Tracy Papandreou. Today we are asking this question uh, What does it mean to grow in Christ? And uh, uh, just before the break, uh, Tracy was sharing with us a few beautiful passages in the Bible how to allow God to take us through, to stay connected. In, in Christ um, and Tracy, just to wrap it up in a minute or two uh, today, uh, what would you like to share with us and maybe encourage each one of us and our listener um, to really allow God to do the work which mm. He started in us
1: mm. Yeah, I just want to wrap up and summarize on on uh, what we talked about earlier today, Nick, and one of the things that I want to underline is that it 's not our job to fix ourselves. Um, you know, amount of you know, clenched fists, and I know I've got to be a good Christian is going to do it. It's our relationship with Christ that's that's going to do it. Um, you know, it's it's a recipe for a failure when mm. you don't uh, understand that it's Christ that uh, is making those changes in you. But our role is only in developing our relationship with Christ through our daily communing with him, uh, whether that be through prayer, through reading of the word, and even, you know... Throughout the day, you know, I find often if I have a problem at work, I'll be saying, oh, God, please help me with with this. Uh, And, you know, there's just so much comfort and peace in knowing that you have him with you uh, all the time. You know, Christ is going to complete the good work in you that he has started if you allow him to. Philippians one six says, "Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, and that's the time of his return. So it's really just about not getting in the way of what he's trying to do to yes. to bring us and and grow us, you know, and understanding that, you know, just just spend more time and hang out with him more, and just surrender to him and and ask him to make those changes, to tear down any places where you're resisting uh, because he's got a much better plan for you than any plan you might have that doesn't include him
0: Yes, I know. Our time is up for today Uh, Tracy, I may just uh, have a short prayer to um, to ourselves and our listener, My dear friend uh, if you bow your head, uh, we'll just say thank you God for being with us today and helping us to know you more and to understand uh, what that means to grow in you and uh, what an amazing love you show us every day. Please help us to allow you to finish the work which you you started in us all and Lord if we If there is somebody there which uh, never um, uh, considered to give their heart to you, please search our hearts now. Search that heart, Lord, right now and uh, make yourself known to that -hmm. person in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. My dear friend, that's all for today. God bless you and we'll see you next time when we are going to look into some amazing uh, topic about creation. Until then, may God richly bless you and have a safe walk in the footsteps of Jesus. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.